We are Unitarian Universalists. We celebrate the historic faith with a radically progressive theology, which calls us to love with open minds, open hearts, and open hands. Our faith also reminds us that the spark of hope can never be extinguished. I think I need to read that line again. The spark of hope can never be extinguished. Though we are physically distant during this time, we still join in community and we are gathered and glad. We welcome those who are joining us from all across Kentucky this morning and those joining us from across our country. Whoever you are, whatever your race, age, creed, economic status, ability, disability, gender expression, or sexual orientation, wherever you are on your life journey, we welcome you. We wish to know you and look forward to your company here at UUCL. You are exactly where you need to be for the next hour. Our minister, Reverend Brian Chenoweth, is on a mini sabbatical for the month of October and will return November 1st. Should you need to contact a minister, Reverend Esther Hurlbert and Reverend Diana Holkren will be providing ministerial support for pastoral care, please contact our pastoral associates, pastoral at uucl.org. Our reading today is authored by Florence Keplow, and it's entitled, or it is titled, All Animals Are Our Relatives. We light this chalice in honor of the animal realm, furred and hoofed, two-legged, four-legged, many-legged, fanged and clawed, gentle and fierce, wild and tame. May we remember that all animals are our relatives, worthy of our care and respect. We begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land upon which our physical church was built, the Shawnee, Adena, and Hopewell, and pay our respects to their elders past and present. We extend that respect to all indigenous peoples present with us today. It is my honor to introduce Erin Stratton with our opening reading. She's one of our high school students and a talented writer. Take it away, Erin. This is an ode to my wiener dogs. I would like to thank my dachshunds for supporting me throughout this quarantine. For those who do not know, dachshunds, aka wiener dogs, are long and short, so they resemble the hot dogs for once they were named. It is also important to note that dachshunds are exemplary hunters who can dive into badger burrows and valiantly slay the small woodland creatures. This will come up later. But my dachshunds are rather lazy and usually have few worries throughout the day except sleeping and eating. So it goes without saying, they don't understand why we stay at home all day or what's going on, but that's okay. It's almost better because I don't feel obligated to talk about, feel about, or even think about what's going on. They're appreciative of the company and let me pet them regardless. So I would like to say thank you to Riley and thank you to Lucy. Lucy does not know what social distancing is, but she still barks at everybody who comes close to our house. And Riley does not know how bored I am, but he still comes and puts his snout on my foot just because he can. I am still angry that Riley chased a chipmunk into a drain pipe and ripped part of it off in his chaotic pursuit before he realized he was too chunky to fit into the drain pipe, but I forgive him. Sometimes having a disturbance in an otherwise stagnant schedule is appreciated. So this thank you goes out to my wiener dogs. A massive shift in your daily life makes you realize all the things that one might take for granted 
and I never realized how glad my dogs are to see me when I come down in the morning. Even after I can go out again, I'll be sure to pet them every day, and that is because in a world of in a time of changing worldviews and uncertainty, to me, there is one thing that is clear. There is nothing better than sitting under a windowsill and petting a dachshund. Thank you. Hi, I'm Linda Combs, a member of UUCL. I'm happy to share with you all a bit about my journey with pet therapy dogs, both as a dog lover and a mental health specialist. Some UUCL members may remember meeting Sophie, pictured here, my first pet therapy dog. She volunteered in RE several times. Pet therapy dogs provide an amazing service, but they are not service animals. Rather, they give comfort and affection to people in typically stressful places, such as hospitals, nursing homes, schools, and airports, to name a few. Dogs are smart, but it's actually their eagerness to please and responsiveness to people that make them suited to provide support. In fact, this human-animal connection is mutually beneficial. Research has found that after positive interactions, oxytocin, that feel-good love hormone, levels spike for both dogs and humans. Any breed can be a pet therapy dog. Temperament is key. This job is not for dogs who are leery of strangers, nervous about unexpected sounds, or reactive to other dogs. Out of my family's four wonderful dogs shown here, only two could make the cut. Sophie and the little white lab Riley, following in her paw prints after her death. Pet therapy dogs thrive in highly stimulating settings. Sophie enjoyed performing agility in the UUCL's RE Circus with my son Scott, and Riley rocked out to the UU Band tunes. He may have even tried to sing. When Sophie worked at Baptist Health, UK College of Nursing, and various nursing homes, people's reactions, quick smiles, and easy conversations were so moving. Some patients even invited her into their bed. People were distracted from their pain and stress as they patted her, described their dogs, and reminisced about adventures they'd had together. At the end of her leash, I felt like I was with a rock star. People lit up. In fact, research has uncovered specific positive physical effects of interacting with the dog, including lowered heart rate and blood pressure, decreased cortisol levels, and increased levels of oxytocin. You don't have to start with a puppy to have an amazing pet therapy dog. Sophie was already an adult when I got her from the shelter. But puppies are fun. My son Philip sure had his hands full here. The challenges of puppies are enormous. And the rewards are just as big. Early training involved lots of socialization and exposure. Positive reinforcement, clicker training, made obedience work fun and deepened our bond. Riley easily learned to work on a loose leash and follow basic commands. Like us, dogs need plenty of time to relax, explore, and play with others.
Riley's helped me provide animal-assisted psychotherapy pre-COVID. With the client's permission, I let him off-leash in my office during sessions. As a therapy partner, he performed a vital role. For example, once in an emergency session, a teen in crisis was brought in but wouldn't make eye contact or talk. Riley approached her gently. She began rubbing him. Soon she was smiling. Before too long, she was tossing him a ball. With her engaged and relaxed, my work could begin. Riley's instinct for how to connect with people is something that I have no way to teach him. That's just Riley. I'm, I'm sure he's more than ready for the COVID crisis to be over and get back in the office. For now, he's providing me with emotional support while I navigate the world of telehealth. I hope your pets are providing you comfort and joy during these difficult times. Thanks for watching. Thank you, Linda. That was a wonderful way to share your journey of therapy dogs with all of us. And I love seeing those pictures of Sophie, dear Sophie, and adorable Riley, who's doing great work. And now take a breath. Seat yourself comfortably, feel your body sink towards the ground, and you can continue and fill the chat. For all of our hearts filled with worry, for the anxiety we're feeling about the government, for our sorrows of beloved pets, for our loved ones who are in the hospital. Breathe in. For the joyful blessings of health and progress and joy, and love of our grounds and beloved sons returning from Israel, safely visiting our friends and family, the joys of homeschooling and finding new things to find pleasure in, and spending time with puppies and all of our beloved pets, animals in the wild and our lovely grounds. We give thanks for all of the concerns that we hold so close to our hearts that we're not able to share in words. We feel you and are here for you. May you feel the blessings of our community. Breathe again. In memoriam, when your best friend has four or so legs by Reverend Teresa I. Soto. What it means to have a pet is to love someone who speaks a language you do not. A dog will bow and prance. A cat will purr and blink. A guinea pig will giggle and squeak. These are friends. They are loves. It's kind of a surprise that you should love someone so much who would eat the butter on the table if they could get away with it and gets endless hair on the sofa when they aren't even supposed to be on the furniture. When they are called companion animals, it's such an open, tender truth. The comfort of fingers to fur and big, adoring eyes. These are friends. They are loves. 
They stretch our hearts and fill them with their abundance of kindness. When they are gone, our hearts remain larger, though their absence leaves room for expanses of grief. Their love champions and companions us still. Let us honor all the animals we have loved that have died. From our homes, from our hearts, and from our world. These lives were precious. These are friends. They are loves. They stretch our hearts and fill them with their abundance of kindness. When they are gone, our hearts remain larger, though their absence leaves room for expanses of grief. Their love champions and companions us still. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Diana. That was a beautiful reading of a poem. So next we're moving on to our blessing of the animals. If you have an animal or a friend, a pet that you would like to bring closer, there will be an opportunity for us to share the screen so we can see all who are present today. Now UUCL has been doing blessing of the animals for many years, not always every year. Today, October 4th is World Animal Day and our UU's seventh principle is respect for the interdependent web of all existence of which we are a part. We are honored today to have Nathaniel Hawker, UUCL member, pet lover, and seminary student to lead us in the blessing of animals. If you don't have a pet, please think about animals you love or even a stuffed animal you can bring close to you. Good morning, all humans. Let us breathe deeply this morning. Place your hands gently over your heart and imagine how love flows into you, up from the earth, down from the stars, flowing easily into your heart, until your heart is full. Now allow that love to spill over and flow into your hands until you feel them full of love also. Still breathing love into your heart and with your hands overflowing with love. Place your gentle hands on your animal friends at this time. Imagine your love flowing into them or just let your hands down on your chair or wherever you may be. Imagine all of that love flowing into the animals that we also love. Repeat after me to our animals. I bless you. I love you. I thank you for being exactly who you are. May I be a blessing to you as you are a blessing to me. Now you can give your animal a kiss, a stroke, a scratch, let them loose to play or sleep. We know they're going to anyway. Meanwhile, keep breathing that love 
into your heart. And now breathe that love out through your feet. Breathe it down through the floor and into the ground, into the soil that runs deep and connects us to every place on earth. Send that love out to the creatures that crawl on the ground, all of our hidden friends, the insects, the moles, to the creatures that crawl or walk or slither on the earth, the lizards and the snakes, lions and elephants, and so many more. And to the creatures that live in the trees and soar in the sky, the squirrels, the birds, the jaguars, the tigers, and to the creatures that swim in the waters, fish of every kind, otters and whales and creatures that swim so deep, we have never even laid human eyes on them. To all those creatures, both known and unknown, let us say this together. I bless you. I love you. I thank you for being exactly who you are. May I be a blessing to you as you are a blessing to me. I invite you to take one more deep breath in and return to your natural breathing. Amen, Ashe, and blessings to all of these beautiful animals. If you haven't spent time on our grounds, come over, help out with the seven acres. We are uh, getting, I think we maybe already have some uh, butterfly habitats back there. We have our memorial garden, and it really does tell quite a story from the beginnings of the first humans who were here, the Hopewell, the Shawnee, on up through the present time. Thank you, Sally. For the blessing of animal companions, we give thanks. For the animals unknown to us, those who niche in life's web is fragile, whose lives are insecure, for all who care for them and wish them well, we give thanks. For blessed are the animals, blessed are the creatures who live with us and need our care. Blessed are the mammals and the reptiles and the birds who teach us we are not alone. Blessed are all living things from whom we learn to love. <laughs>